Hello and welcome to PCOM Perspectives. I'm your host, Dr. Jay Feldstein, and today we're talking with Dr. Abigail Hilscher, who is an assistant professor of anatomy in the biomedical sciences department at Georgia campus, Philadelphia College of Osteopathic Medicine. Dr. Hilscher earned her PhD at the University of Nebraska in Omaha and completed a postdoctoral fellowship at Johns Hopkins University in Baltimore, Maryland. She serves on the advisory committee for the Gwinnett Regional Science Engineering and Innovation Fair. Dr. Hilscher is currently involved in breast cancer research, which explores how the environment affects tumor growth. Welcome, Dr. Hilscher. Could you describe your research objectives? As you introduced, we are interested in uh, examining how the tumor microenvironment influences breast cancer growth. So with regard to that, the environment consists of everything but the actual cancer cell itself. Specifically, we are interested in how uh, changes in, in the stiffness of the tumor affect tumorigenesis. So oftentimes women, when they come to the clinic, will notice uh, a lump or a mass in their breast. And so this mass may or may not be a tumor, but if it is, it's much more uh, stiff than the surrounding tissue. And so we're trying to understand what factors that make that tumor stiffer uh, contribute to uh, the tumorigenic process. What types of models do you use to mimic the environment for breast cancer growth? We are currently using a 3D model. This is to represent what the structure of the tumor might look like in a patient. So with this model, we use a, a substance that mimics the breast tissue. Uh, this is a, a derivative of collagen, which is the primary component of the breast. We encapsulate a particular cell type. Uh, these are fibroblasts. They make up the bulk of the tumor tissue into this hydrogel model and then we can tune how rigid that hydrogel is. And in so doing, uh, we can determine how that rigidity or increased stiffness affects the some of the attributes of the fibroblasts that we're interested in investigating. How did you get interested in this type of research? It came from my work as a postdoctoral fellow. Uh, this is where I began studying breast cancer, specifically the role of the environment in breast cancer. I was very interested in looking at patterns of blood vessel formation in breast cancer and how uh, the, the tumor environment affects differences in blood vessel formation. This is another important attribute of tumor genesis as these blood vessels deliver the oxygen and nutrients that are necessary for ongoing tumor growth. Can you describe your long-term goals and, and how the field is progressing? We really are, are working on establishing our 3D model and tweaking certain aspects of it to better mimic what the, the tumor environment might look like. We hope to use this as a platform to investigate some of the molecular and morphological features of these cells as a means to, to develop novel therapeutic strategies that we can use to target this particular cell population within the breast tumor.
as far as uh, how the field is progressing, one of the major interests for scientists and clinicians is personal medicine. So using advances in high-throughput DNA sequencing and bioinformatics, physicians and scientists can analyze the genetic signature of a patient's tumor. And using that information, they can better tailor therapies that will improve patient outcomes and reduce unwanted side effects that result from chemotherapy. So this is really a, an exciting field, and I think it's going to help really act as a catalyst to, to promote better discoveries in terms of therapeutics and uh, better patient outcomes. What are the roles of our students in the research process? I have uh, two subsets of students who help me with my research. The DO students participate, the medical students participate in the research process, and then our master's students also participate in the research. So both groups of students will get a particular project related to uh, my research interests. Uh, we talk about goals and what we expect the student to accomplish in that given frame of time and work closely with the students in terms of training and getting them on the right track when they get a little bit off track. So my goal for, for the students is really to have a, a well-rounded project that they can accomplish in the time frame that they're in the lab and utilize the results that they obtain toward uh, publication and funding for the research. Well, now it's your turn to ask me questions. As a graduate of PCOM, did you participate in uh, research as a student? I did not participate in research as a medical student at PCOM. I participated in research. I did uh, post-baccalaureate work in physiology. And I did research at that time. Uh, we were studying cardiovascular disease and the rat model and the and we actually, I, my role is I did pancreatectomies on, on rats. So I, I did that for a year to, uh, to, to look at the effects of insulin metabolism on cardiovascular disease. So I did that as a graduate student. And then as an emer practicing emergency medicine in an academic program, we did research on trans-telephonic defibrillation. So those were my two areas of clinical research pre-medical school and post-medical school. What is the administration's outlook on promoting wellness? Well, as an osteopathic institution, we're very committed to wellness within the community. Uh, we, we've got programs out of HR, and it's just really a theme you know, of who we are as a profession. And I think prevention is one of the areas where we can be leaders in not only in medical education, but in healthcare as well. We had a health fair last weekend on campus. We had over 600 visitors to the health fair with multiple screenings, flu shots, hemoglobin A1C, vision testing, hearing testing. You know, at some point in time as we grow, hopefully we could add mammography services and other preventive services as well. What advice could you give us junior faculty members um, who are establishing themselves in their careers? It's pretty simple. It's follow your passion. And I think, you know, research is obviously part of your passion. 
and just to continue to look for grants, to teach, to engage students, and to engage the medical community. I, I think the people that are the most passionate and follow their passions tend to be the most successful in life. How has your prior experience prepared you for your, your current role? So I've had a very varied healthcare experience, starting A as a, as a medical student, and then practicing emergency medicine for 10 years, and then being basically in the healthcare industry as an insurance executive for 15 years. So I've seen all aspects of healthcare, and I, I try and take that experience and knowledge and, and bring it home to PCOM, my alma mater, to see how we can best educate our, our physicians, our pharmacists, our biomedical students for the future of where healthcare is going and to how to make us, our students, best prepared for this new environment. Sort of along that same line is what is your vision for the college, both um, short term and long term? Well, short term, you know, I, I want our students to be the best prepared for their futures and that uh, relates to didactic edu education as well as experiential education. Make sure they get the right clinical experiences so they're competitive for their residency programs of their choice. And also to promote the osteopathic profession and philosophy uh, of prevention and really being a leader not only in osteopathic medicine but medicine in general in holistic care, uh, preventive medicine, and primary care. I think those are excellent, excellent goals for our students. So we want them to be leaders in their community in all facets of, of their profession. And as a faculty member, you probably have more of a direct impact on that than I do. So uh, your work is greatly appreciated. Oh, thank you. It, it is a very rewarding experience to, to see them uh, be successful uh, as they uh, are in school and out of school. Well, thank you for your time. As October is National Breast Cancer Awareness Month, I am pleased to highlight your research, which is funded by PCOM on this month's podcast, and I applaud your efforts along with our students. To learn more about Dr. Hilscher and to view a video about our research, visit pcom.edu. To listen to past episodes of this podcast and become a subscriber, visit our SoundCloud page or find us on iTunes by searching Philadelphia College of Osteopathic Medicine. I'm Jay Feldstein and this has been PCOM Perspectives.